Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Right, let's talk about uh, let's talk about uh, the reaction towards uh, different countries stopping their funding to UNRWA. So, of course, uh, we've seen the and we've spoken about the appalling, appalling information that's come to light. Not that it's a surprise. It's been around for a while. Uh, but what does this mean now moving forward? Sharon Haskell is an Israeli politician, member of Knesset. A very, very good morning to you. Thanks for joining us once again. How are you? Thank you very much. Good morning to you all. So, of course, the the whole notion, it's got to be a very difficult one because at this stage, Israel isn't managing the aid distribution in Gaza. It doesn't have the network. It's not set up for it. It's not part of that infrastructure. Uh, UNRWA, who is responsible, has now been shown unequivocally to be a bad actor in all of this. What does this mean? Well, matter of fact, since 2015, um, I've been trying to reveal UNRWA's uh, actions. Um, unfortunately, this humanitarian organization uh, has become like a uh, branch of Hamas uh, in Gaza. In, in Gaza, they have 13,000 workers um, that works, uh, United Nations workers. Almost all of them are Hamas members or Hamas family members, matter of fact. So it wasn't a big surprise for me uh, when we revealed that a week before the 7th of October massacre, they actually gave uh, a holiday, a week of holiday for those uh, military wing of Hamas, those terrorists, in order to get prepared and be ready for the 7th of October massacre. I didn't know that. Yeah, That's um, unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, UNRWA's, UNRWA's um, uh, telegram group is actually mm. open, and we were able to collect a lot of information from the UNRWA workers' telegram group. From there, you can see almost many, like thousands of workers who praised the 7th of October massacre. So it's not a surprise when you know that the human resource of UNRWA has been taken over by, by Hamas. What does it mean? It means that if you're just a regular Palestinian that might oppose Hamas, that might want to coexist beside Israel, you'll never receive a job or a lucrative position as a United Nations position, as a teacher in one of these schools. These are preserved only for Hamas members and their family members. So this is what's happening within a United Nation organization. But it's not a surprise, you know, mm. the education system and the healthcare system and everything that the Palestinians rely on is paid by the United Nations uh, uh, by donations of the contributing countries from European countries and you need to understand the education system of UNRWA it doesn't comply with the values of the United Nations of peace of coexistence of tolerance this is a radical Islamist education system that has educated generations, but generation of young Palestinians to hatred, to murderdom. They're mm. heroes that they, you see in the textbooks. They're not scientists or, or sportsmen. Those are terrorists who actually murdered innocent civilians. So when you look on the facilities, on the work of UNRWA, in all of its ear, 
you know, it's not shocking that it actually prepared the ground for the 7th of October massacre. So what, what I found very interesting about this is that it obviously had reached a state of such confidence uh, that they could have an open telegram group where there was no fear or concern about repercussions, even from the United Nations. If you think about it, this should have been beneath the surface. It should have been something that they were very afraid of. Uh, But the fact that it's been almost so easy in the simple sense of looking at a, at a telegram group to identify th- how active they were, that tells me a very dangerous story. Well, ab- absolutely. Um, and, and, and it tells you a lot, but for us, it's not really shocking. I mean, think about it. Every school of UNRWA, of the United Nations, that we have entered in Gaza had bunkers with ammunitions. They actually used it as military bases, including the medical facilities. These are United Nations facilities. I've been chairing the caucus to reform UNRWA mm-hmm. since 2015. Wow, okay. Wow. Um, I know uh, in 2005, Israel has notified the United Nations of a school principals who was actually in the past Hamas spokesperson. Okay? He actually was a spokesperson for a terrorist organization. It took them more than 10 years to fire him after he made some remarkable extremist uh, uh, remarks as well. Um, So... this is a situation. The United Nations knew about it, but they turned a blind eye. Israel is in a situation right now when we cannot turn a blind eye anymore. Mm. The entire international community has tried and said that they will be a security net for Israel. But what happened on the 7th of October were thousands of Israeli citizens, children, babies were brutally butchered. It means that we cannot turn a blind Mm, eye anymore, mm. and we need to reveal this information. I call on the the European and America and Canadian contributors to UNRWA, not just to freeze the funds, but to completely stop it, stop it, because UNRWA is part of the problem. It's not the solution. And as long as UNRWA exists, there will not be a better future, not for Palestinians and not for Israelis as well. The One of our listeners asking, Joffe, thank you for this. What about the reports that UNRWA is going to dismiss those that, uh, that took part uh, in this? Is that just window dressing? Is this a way to try and ring fence it and say, well, okay, we've got rid of those, but the rest of us are really cool? Well, unfortunately, and I say that, you know, uh, uh, as an Israeli parliament member, mm. and I'm I'm criticizing my own government, they're not revealing even uh, half of the of the documentation and the knowledge that we know of what had happened with UNRWA. UNRWA is literally right now uh, a, a wing of Hamas. Hamas is using it as a civilian branch. Uh, uh, you know, uh, in order to to control Gaza. And Israel has not revealed even half of what actually uh, uh, we know that is actually happening there. So are are we likely Uh, to see more uh, revelations coming out in the next short while? 
Yeah. Um, um, as the chairman of the UNRWA reform lobby in, in the Knesset, in the Israeli parliament, with many other parliament members, we want to expose and reveal a lot of this information. We understand it's inconvenient because UNRWA is providing humanitarian mm, mm. aid in Gaza. But you need to understand, it's not real humanitarian aid. Hamas is taking the humanitarian aid and is selling it to Palestinians. For example, free tents that were meant to be distributed because they were donated from, for example, Qatar and the Emirates are being sold. It costs 2,000 shekels for an Emirates tent and 3,000 shekels for a Qatari tent, for example. A bag of flour costs 200 shekels. These are meant to be distributed for free. But Hamas is taking it because it's controlling UNRWA and he's selling it. It's profiting from the money that they're holding and people who are literally starving cannot afford and cannot get this humanitarian aid. So we cannot turn a blind eye. If you really want to help Palestinians, send your own country's humanitarian aid. Like for example, the USAID, they can send people, international people on the ground to actually go and distribute uh, it to uh, make sure that Palestinians are actually getting this it. humanitarian mm. aid for free. Absolutely. We do need to leave it there. I'd love more of your thoughts. We are running out of time. Sharon Haskell, Israeli politician, member of Knesset. Incredible work that you're doing. Keep fighting the good fight. And uh, it's uh, uh, really great to chat to you.